We'll go into a quick word of prayer, and then we'll get started. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for grace and mercy, bringing us to the house of prayer one more time. Thank you for keeping us all week long, God. Thank you for your goodness and your kindness toward us, oh God. Keeping your hedge around us, oh God. Keeping us from evil, hurt, harm, and danger, seen and unseen. Thank you for providing for us, for food on our table, clean drinking water, clothes on our back. Oh God, thank you for jobs and daily loading us with benefits. Uh, Thank you, Lord God, uh, for saving us, uh, for sanctifying us, uh, filling us with the Holy Ghost. Uh, thank you for your word, God. Thank you for your presence. Uh, Lord God, we need you on today. We need you every day, every hour, God. Uh, we need strength for the journey, God. Uh, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, uh, Lord God, send your anointing today. Uh, saturate our souls, oh God, uh, oh, with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Uh, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, impart into us wisdom and knowledge and understanding from on high. In the name of Jesus, have your way today in the services, oh God. Move in a mighty way, Lord God, to sit amongst the praises of your people. Lord, in the name of Jesus, bless the preacher on today, God. Oh, those that minister in your services today, God, by thy anointing that destroys every yoke. Lord, touch the sick and the afflicted, God. Lord, touch, oh God, Mother Young and her body, God. Continue to give strength and healing day by day, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, deliver with a strong and mighty hand all the saints near and far that are going through hard trials and tribulations and afflictions and sickness, God. Send help in the camp. Send victory in the camp. Give your people strength uh, oh God in the name of Jesus healing uh, in the name of Jesus uh, have your way in mercy ministries uh, continue to grow and flourish and prosper the ministry in the name of Jesus uh, that you be glorified and the devil horrified uh, in Jesus name bless our pastor uh, oh God in the name of Jesus as he bring forth the word God uh, oh God uh, bless in Jesus name and let everybody say amen. amen. Today's Sunday school lesson, the process of spiritual growth. The process of spiritual growth. Amen. So first we must understand that we didn't come to salvation fully developed in Christ Jesus. Amen. When you came into the kingdom, you came as a newborn babe in Christ. And as time goes on, you continue to grow and to develop just like a newborn babe in the natural. They don't come out speaking clear language. They don't come out fully grown. <laughs> they come out without teeth. <laughs> they got to develop teeth. They got to develop strong bones. Just like you got to develop some teeth to be able to digest the word. You got to develop some strong bones in the Lord. Come on, somebody. 
It is a process of growth and development. You start off crawling and then you start eventually doing what? You start walking, right? That's even in the natural and in the spiritual. So we got to have realistic expectations. Amen. So you, you can't gauge your progress, your spiritual growth and progress on somebody else. Because every individual is unique and different. Everybody has their own personality. And God knows that. And so God deals with each individual and he also deals with the body as a whole. And so he understands that there are certain stages that we go through in this walk with him. Amen. So when we came to Jesus, we came wounded, we came hurting, not knowing where we were going. We had to come believing that God was going to do what? He was going to take care of us, right? God picked us up. And then he cleaned us up. It was a process then. Uh, when you came to God at the altar of prayer, when you went down in water in Jesus' name, and you received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you started off that journey, but it's up to you to keep on moving. Yes. And so he appointed us to go on to perfection. In the body of Christ. And so spiritual growth of believers should be the goal of any church of the living God. We got to keep growing, saints. We can't get so comfortable and so relaxed that we don't seek to grow and to move forward and to go higher in God. And so the definition of growth in the Hebrew lexicon means to cause to increase or become greater. And so as we walk with God and as we serve God, we should increase and we should become even greater than we were. We all should have a goal. We all should have a, a, a striving on the inside of us to want to be better. Amen. How many of you just want to be better? And then even if you don't have a fancy title behind your name, at least I'm better. <laughs> you know, if if my name never get broadcasted on TV and the radio for doing something great and grandiose, at least I'm better with Jesus. Huh? So <clears throat> we should increase in wisdom. We should increase in knowledge. We should increase in our love. The Bible talks about our love should abound. Huh? You should be able to look at yourself. And I'm not talking about other people because, you know, we got to do a self inventory. Yeah, I don't know about y'all, but I do an inventory and a check on myself. You know, especially when I'm praying and I'm spending time with God, I got to check out me. Amen. And it's your responsibility to check you out. And do an inventory. God, am I growing in my love toward you? My love toward your people? Am I growing in my knowledge of you? Because we all need to grow in the knowledge of who God is. 
huh? Because we know a little part and we know a little piece, that don't mean that we can't increase in our knowledge. Oh, we got plenty to know about God, honey. We just scratching the surface. Oh, all the scriptures we know and all the Bible we know and all the studying we do, you just know a little part about God. So we got room to grow. We got room to increase in our knowledge with God. God is my faith walk increasing. Huh? Because that's the only way that we can please God. The Bible says that without faith, it is what is impossible to please him. So God, if I don't do nothing else, uh, if my pockets don't get fat with money, let my faith grow. <laughs> huh? Because it's going to take faith to walk through here, saints. It's going to take faith for you to make it all the way to the end. Because it's a lot of folks that started out way before us. That's done dropped out of the race. It's a whole lot of folks that should have been strong in God. They should have been teachers of the, of the word. They should have been pillars in the kingdom of God and dropped out of the race. It's going to take faith, saints. You should strive for your faith to grow. If your faith is the same as when you first came to the Lord, something is wrong. You done staggered somewhere. You done got off somewhere because your faith should be even stronger. The more and the more that God do for you and the more and the more that God showed you, your faith should increase. Oh, yes. Uh, our faith uh, should keep growing the more word that we hear because the book of Romans said faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Uh, your faith should steadily grow and increase and become greater because the Bible said when God come back, he's going to be looking for what? Faith in the earth. Not how much money you got, what your bank account look like, how many friends you got, huh? Uh, God is going to be looking for what? Faith. Not concerned about your status in society. Uh, not concerned about uh, how many pin flowers folks put on you because you did nice things and, you know, you gave uh you fed the poor and you did this for the homeless and you did all these great things and those things are good. They have their place. But what God is concerned with is when he come back, he looking for a people that got faith. <laughs> oh, that's what it boiled down to. Oh, so we need to strive that our faith increase. Huh? God is looking for our joy to increase. Huh? If you ain't got no joy, something is wrong. Huh? Because the people of God should be the most joyous, the most happiest uh, people on the planet. Jesus said, I came that your joy may be full. Not only our joy should be full. Because the joy of the Lord is his people's strength. We draw strength from the joy of the Lord. Huh, hallelujah. Huh. Oh, we should be striving for the oil of joy. There is an anointing that brings joy. Huh. The anointing don't cause you to walk around with your head down and uh, down in the dumps. Come on here. The oil of joy and the garment of praise for what? The spirit of heaviness. 
Oh, my God. See, there is a lot of growth that we could stand to do. Oh, I don't care what pinnacle you reach. I don't care how high on the mountaintop you get. You still got room to grow. Uh, oh, am I increasing in my anointing? Uh, oh, everybody should have a portion of God's anointing. You may not be anointed to preach and teach, uh, but you may be anointed to clean. You may be anointed to cook. You may be anointed to sing. You may be anointed to play instruments. You may be anointed to usher, to deacon. You may be anointed to evangelize. Uh, you may be anointed to do a lot of things, uh, but make sure that your anointing continues to grow. Uh, whatever it is God called you and chose you to do, uh, you find your place in God uh, and you continue to grow and strive to do even more and more for the kingdom. My faithfulness should increase. Uh, God, am I being as faithful as I could be? You got to challenge yourself. Uh, that's a part of growth. Uh, oh, am I making more excuses than I used to? Because when you first started out, you was all excited and you was just happy to be saved. You were just happy to be in church. Uh, you were just happy to be a part of the family of God. And as time goes on, how is it that we drift further and further down? Your faithfulness should increase. Huh? Because I want to do more for God. I want to show God something. You get past the baby stages of talking and you get up to the a point to where you just start showing God you're faithful. Huh? You start showing God that you love him. You start showing God that you appreciate him. You get past that baby milk stage of talking things. And then as you start continuing to walk with God, you begin to say, wait a minute. I'm not just going to talk it. I'm going to walk it. I'm going to show God. We got to show God something, saints. This is show God something time. Yes, it is. Huh? Our prayer life should increase. Huh? Our, our time that we spend in God should increase. That is part of your growth. Uh, oh my God. Uh, how much time am I spending in prayer with God? You know, I challenge myself. Do I start off my day uh, in prayer? I have my time uh, set that I, I talk with God and I pray with God before I leave for work. And, you know, I try to listen to scripture or at least read something, you know, and while I'm sitting at my desk. I try to listen uh, to gospel music and, you know, I, I try to listen to either a preacher, you know, preaching the word or I listen to the word. I've got to constantly challenge myself to feed my spirit, man. What are you doing to feed yourself? you got to challenge yourself and pull away at some point in your day to make sure you're getting fed. Hmm? You got to increase your time with God. Huh? What are you willing to cut off? Are you willing to cut the TV off? Are you willing to cut the phone off? Uh, put it on silence. Are, are, you, are you willing to pull away and spend increased time with God? But that's a part of your growth. 
And see, we wonder why we're not going higher in God and able to do more and achieve more and feel the glory and the presence of God. We don't spend time with it. Hmm? Your dedication and your consecration. One day of fasting, I'm here to tell you, it ain't enough. <laughs> it's not enough. Sometimes you got to fast as the Holy Ghost give you the unction. The Holy Ghost ain't giving y'all an unction to fast a little more. Hmm? To tell you I want you to just drink water today. Huh? The Holy Ghost should be speaking to his people. The Holy Ghost speaks. We should be growing in what we hear because we should hear the Holy Ghost speaking. Huh? Come on here. I know, you know, y'all wouldn't expect it at a 940. Y'all wake up. Y'all wake up here. Huh? Because spiritual growth is going to require us to be more sensitive to the voice of God. Huh? It's impossible for us to grow as a people if we're not being in tune with the Holy Ghost. Our prayer life should increase. Our dedication and our consecration, it should be increasing. The things that you did when you first started out, when you first got saved, honey, you got to keep adding to it. You can't just let it stay right there from when you first came in, from when you first got saved. You got to keep adding to it. You got to go on to perfection. Your hunger and your thirst uh, for righteousness should increase. Huh? If you ain't hungry, I'm here to tell you, I don't care how much we preach, how much we teach, it's going to fall on deaf ear. And that is what's happening in this generation. It's just folks ain't hungry. They, they come in the church, some of them, and then there's some of them that's just dropped off. Uh, but you got to do more than just come, saints. You got to be hungry for God and you got to thirst after his righteousness. Oh, my God. And another thing uh, in spiritual growth is that we got to be able to stand correction. Hmm? I know we don't like that part of it. We don't like correction. You know, we didn't like to be corrected in the natural. We didn't like when our parents had to scold us and, you know, discipline us and spank us because, you know, it hurt. I don't know about your whoopings, but mine hurt, didn't they, Sister Bean? Elder Bean. Huh? Um, um, maybe y'all folks didn't whoop y'all with a strong hand. You know, they ain't getting whoopings like that no more in this day, Brother Lamont. You know, they just take, they might take the, the cell phone or the video game, but they ain't whooping them like we got whooped. You know, Sister Alfreda, they ain't getting the switch. And they ain't getting that belt, you know, that was wrapped around, you know. Uh-huh. That real thick one. They they say go find a thick one. And then the killing part is they still tell you to go find it. You know, you go tell. Didn't they, Sister Bean? Uh-huh. <laughs> so discipline in the natural, uh, I'm sure Florida made uh she made you remember that whooping, didn't she, Ro? Uh, Deacon. Uh-huh. She made y'all remember, didn't she? <laughs> Because you was less likely to do that again. Because <laughs> you remember that whooping they put on you. 
<laughs> so discipline in the natural, it hurts. It hurts. Uh, and discipline in the spirit. When God sends correction, it don't feel so good. It don't feel so good. Because it cuts down your feelings. It gets in your feelings. Uh, God is a master at getting to your feelings. Because your feelings don't matter. Hill of beans with God. Let me, let me be the first to tell you. So y'all come in here and y'all all in your feelings and, and turning your nose up at the word and uh, getting rocks in your jaw. Uh, you ain't doing no uh, in service to God. <laughs> you hurt you. Because he's going to send correction. You're going to be in his family just like my parents and your parents too. You're going to be in my house. You're going to do what I say. Huh? You're going to live by my rules. Huh? I'm feeding you. I'm putting clothes on your back. I'm responsible for you. Huh? And so you're going to do what I say in my house. Ain't that what we say? You say that in the natural and guess what? It's the same thing in the spirit. You're going to do what God say, how he say, and when he say. Because he rules. He's the king huh, of this ship. <laughs> Everybody got to fall in line from the apostle, the bishop, the preacher, the teacher, the evangelist, the pastor, the missionary, the deacon. Huh? Come on here. Everybody got to fall in line. The singers, the musicians, uh, uh, the groundskeeper, the cook. Uh, everybody singing in the choir. Everybody in the pew got to fall in line. <laughs> everybody. Huh? Everybody. It applies to everybody. It applies to me and my house on down from the pulpit to the door. Mm-hmm. God don't make no exclusions. Uh, I don't care how big and deep you are, huh? how anointed you are, and how you can moan, uh, but you still got to fall in line uh, with what God say. Don't care how you sing like an angel. Go ahead and sing like an angel, uh, but you still uh, got to fall in line with what God say. Huh? We got to be able to stand to be corrected uh, because Paul told Timothy, huh, huh, you got to preach huh, uh, with all long suffering and doctrine. Huh? Reprove and what rebuke. So the word don't just come to tickle you, honey. It comes to put you in line. You got to line up on line, precept on precept. It come to send you on straight street. Uh, it come to show you you and what you got to get straight. Uh, and where you got off, you got to get back on. And that's your responsibility. That's what the word come to do. Uh, so if you're going to be in your feelings, honey, you in the wrong place. You in the wrong place. You in the wrong kingdom, honey. If God can't tell you what us, what he got to say through the man or the woman of God, who he choose, who he call, then you in the wrong kingdom. Because he going to tell you. <laughs> ask the prophets and ask Moses. Woo! I guess y'all ain't read the scriptures enough. Ask the apostles. He going to tell you, you tell my people. My God. So we got to be able to stand God's medicine. Just like that old turpentine they used to give back in the day. Huh? That was some nasty stuff, wasn't it? You know that stuff they used to give you when your bowels was a little slow? They had that stuff in their little dog bottle. Ooh, 
That stuff was nasty. Uh, you know, mix it up a little bit and put it in your tablespoon. <laughs> that was some tough medicine, but it sure did work. Huh? I got you right where I want you. God got some tough medicine for you. But if you stay in here, you keep on striving with God. I guarantee you that it works. <laughs> Sometimes God got to talk tough to us so he can get our attention. Sometimes you got to talk to your kids a little rough and a little tough. But I promise you, it suck in. It got their attention. They may not be exactly where you want them to be or where they should be. But I promise you, your words is sticking somewhere in their mind. And they can't get away from it. And it's the same thing with God. You can't get away from his word. My God. Because honey, when God deal with you, he got a way of dealing with you like no man can. Woo, my God, can't he disturb your sleep? Oh, I guess y'all sleep ain't been disturbed. Oh, you need to keep on growing and keep on walking in. Because let me tell you something. When you travel with God, God, oh, God will wake you up. Oh, sleep be done gone. Oh, he'll trouble your dreams. Oh, he'll call you by your name. And it's nothing like when God... I call your name. It gets your attention in every form, shape, and fashion. Woo! My God! When God sends you a word, you know it's a word for you. You ain't got to scratch your head. You ain't got to call nobody on the phone. Was that word for me? Yeah, you know it was for you. <laughs> because God got a way of dealing with you. Oh my God. He'll even send a word of confirmation. Oh my God. God's got a way of making the scripture come off the page. You be sitting there reading, mind your own business, and God will make it come off the page. Y'all ain't been there? Yeah, yeah. See, that, that, that's a part of your growing. Huh? When you keep growing with God, God begin to deal with you in different ways. Huh? Ways that you hadn't thought about. Huh? Oh my God. Huh? You'll be walking on a parking lot huh? and God will just speak to you in a clear voice. And you'll be like, whoo. Huh? Walking down the hallway. Huh? In the kitchen. Out in the yard. Driving down the interstate. Huh? And you playing your music and God say, turn it down. Well, God ain't speaking to y'all like that. He should. Because as we continue to grow with God, uh, God should be dealing with us just like that. Hot off the press. Ah, oh, my God. And see, the thing is, is that we done got so weak and wishy-washy, Elder. We can't stand nothing with God. Huh, because see, when the patriarchs of old walk with God, they had to leave some stuff behind. Yes, Abraham. And it wasn't easy. You know, we expecting too much easy street around here. And let me tell you something. You keep on walking with God. God going to tell you to do some stuff that'll have your mind just blown. <laughs> you keep on walking with God. He'll be like, my God. Some heartbreaking stuff in the natural. You got to let some folk go. You got to leave folks behind. You hear me? You got to count up the cost that it takes to.
to walk with Jesus. The disciples had to count up the cost. Uh, they had to leave their fishing business behind in order to walk with Jesus. Huh? Folks ain't want to leave their businesses behind, elder. They ain't want to count up the cost it takes to follow God. Ah, my God. Because it's a cost in your spiritual growth. Let me tell you, it ain't going to come easy at all. If you think you're going to grow with God and your anointing going to grow with God, your faith going to grow with God, you're going to go through some hell and high water. Let me be the first to tell you. Yes, sir. You're going to have to turn some stuff loose. Uh, we don't want to let go of nothing. We like to hang on to everything. Huh? You're going to have to loosen your grip on this world, honey. If you think you're going to grow with God. If you think you're going to go to God's head, you're going to have to loose your... Everybody trying to hold on. Hold on to the world. Huh? So let's get into growth is possible. Growth is very possible, but you got to want to grow. You got to want it. We study trying to pull after folks that don't want it. You do well to keep you in here. <laughs> and you halfway want it. You, you heard that, that you halfway want it. <laughs> If somebody is not growing spiritually, there is a reason. Either they haven't been disciplined, or they haven't responded to the opportunities. Oh, hold up right there. You got to respond to the opportunities that you got in your ministry. It's your fault if you in a ministry and you're not able to grow, if you're not able to participate, if you're not challenged to do something, it's your fault. It's not the preacher's fault. It ain't everybody else around you's fault. It's your responsibility to step up. Everybody say, step up. You got to take advantage of all the opportunities that God has given. And let me be the first to tell you, if you don't take advantage of the opportunity that he give you at first, why do you think God going to keep on knocking on your door? If you don't take advantage of what God opened the door for you to do at first, the little things, the small things in the background, why do you think that God is going to promote you and open up more doors for you to do more in the kingdom? Huh? Don't make natural sense and it don't even make spiritual sense. Huh? Come on here. That is up to you to take responsibility. Huh? We have so many opportunities to do a great work for the Lord. But number one, you got to have some get up and go. And one thing, you know, uh, my mama and my dad taught us is that you got to have some get up and go. Huh? Sitting around waiting on somebody to do something for you and sitting around with your hand out, waiting on a hand out. Give me, give me spirit. You know, all of that is garbage. And the folks wonder why they on Nemo Boulevard and wonder why their life ain't working and why they stuck in the mud. First of all, you got to have some get up and go. <laughs> Come on, saints. This is not a spoon feed gospel. 
<laughs> God says, search after me. He says, seek me and you'll what? Knock. That means you got to do something. He said, knock and then the door will be what? So that means we all got to do something. So maybe it's the response that we're not doing before God. Huh? When it's a time in the services for somebody to step up, well, you know, I, I'm not going to do that because I'm not used to doing it. Well, maybe God is trying to give you an opportunity, crazy. We don't think about it. We just close doors. When God is steady trying to open them, we steady closing. Huh? If you've been faithful before God, and God decides to pick up and use you, then you should be able to take the opportunity that God is giving you to grow. Oh, I know we don't like it. I know. We, we still got a little dust on us from the snowstorm, but we're going to shake the powder here in a minute. <clears throat> so the opportunity exists in all of God's churches, all his called out elect churches, God has a people. He has people in strategic places. He has people in ministry that is set up to do the work of the Lord. And he's also raising up and training. Huh? In the midst of all of that. Right now could be your training season. Oh, 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 oh. I want to touch something, Elder. This could be your training season for leadership. And some of y'all done went AWOL on your training season. And then we wonder why, Elder, or when folks get out there, huh, before they ready to get out there, why it all crumble and become a mess, and then everybody putting them on blast and become a laughing stock because they went out there and they wasn't ready when they should have been getting taught and they should have been in, being faithful in training. Mm-hmm. There's always training <laughs> before position. Joshua had to spend time under Moses' ministry. He had to be faithful to Moses' ministry before God moved him up in leadership. Hmm? He had to be faithful. God counted Joshua and Caleb what? Faithful. Out of all of those spies, out of all of those witnesses, out of all of those people that was in the nation of Israel, he counted Joshua faithful. Hmm? Go ahead, Elder. That's right. You a shipwreck, absolutely. And see, that's another thing. People are not conforming to the teaching that's being taught. You got to identify with your ministry. You can't identify with um, uh, Ichabod Church around the corner. Uh, you got to identify with what you up under. And a lot of times the ministers, because they get a call or leaders, not just preachers and teachers, but any leader, when they get the call, they try to do it their own way. 
<laughs> you can't do this thing your way. You got to conform to the leadership that you up under. The personality of the ministry. Because every ministry got their own personality. Every ministry got their own identity. But you got to identify up under what God called you. Huh? Amen. Absolutely. That's a part of your training. Because when we were at Gospel Lighthouse and God was calling pastor, pastor went through a process of many years of growth. He started off with the young people, spent years as the youth pastor. He would come and preach when God, when pastor would have him to come to preach to the church. He did all different departments in the church. He, he was like the custodian. He, he did the grounds. He did the children. He was in the choir. He preached and he, he did all of it. All the videoing, Pastor Turner did it. So God was training him even before he knew he was going to be called later on to be a pastor. But he had to show God that he was faithful. He had to show God that he could trust him. Can God trust you? That's the question. Can God trust you with the little bits that he's given you now? Oh, come on here, saints. I know we look all pretty and deep this morning, but the question is, is can God trust us with the little that he's given us? Because the Bible said, uh, if you be faithful over a few things, I'll make you rule over many. And folks is trying to be rule over many and they ain't been faithful over the few. We got this thing backwards. We got folks that want to be big shots. Huh? But couldn't be faithful in the small matters. But God is not investing his anointing in anything in anybody. And one thing Pastor Golda used to tell the saints all the time, God ain't blessing nobody lazy. <laughs> ain't doing it. I don't, you, you got to work in this thing. This is a, this salvation is a labor. Let me tell you. Jesus said it best. The harvest is plentiful, but it's the labels that's few. It's few people that want to work, but it's a whole lot of people that want to shine. Uh-oh, well, I done messed up right there. It's a whole lot of folk that want to shine right now. And let me tell you, Jesus is a superstar. You ain't no superstar. Huh? You're supposed to be a worker and a laborer in the kingdom. That's it. That's all you a servant. You a disciple. You do well if you be a disciple. If God call you a disciple, honey, you doing well. Huh? You are here to serve. So get out of your feelings. It ain't about you. Huh? Uh, you come in the door and you ain't feeling it. Honey, you didn't leave that on the parking lot. Lock that up in your little car out there. Because guess what? In here, <laughs> the Holy Ghost rules here. Not your attitude. Not your feelings. 
huh? Leave it out there. You may have just got in an argument on the phone. Somebody may have called you with some bad news. You may have been frustrated and went through hell trying to get here. I get it. We all been there. And guess what? If y'all go through hell trying to get here, guess what the preacher have to do? Huh? I'm just saying. <laughs> y'all think y'all going through something to get here? Because <laughs> the preacher's going to be tried seven times while you being tried one. And you can't handle one. Oh, I'm in my feelings. You know, coming here all frowning and upset. Get over yourself. We got bigger fish to fry. This is a kingdom business. Oh, I know I messed up today, Elder. I just keep messing up. I'm finna get to the shit. Huh? So we can't be milk babies. At some point, we gotta grow up and be able to swallow some meat, Elder. We gotta be able to swallow the pork chops that God is sending and the ribeye steak and the T-bone that God is sending. Uh, We wanna just drink the little milk. Huh? We don't want to be told no tough stuff that's going to cut down and slice down to the joint and the marrow and the bone down to the nitty and the gritty. Because let me here to tell you, when you grow with God and you walk with God, you should be able to take it right down to the nitty and the gritty. God will tell you about yourself. <laughs> and who going to call him in the question? Hmm. Because you signed up to be a soldier in the army of the Lord, didn't you? Huh? Just like you signed that paper coming in the door. Ooh, oh. You signed that paper and you put your phone number on there to get in contact with you just in case. Guess what? You signed up to be in the army of the Lord. I got my war clothes on. Ain't that what y'all say? In the army. I got my sword and my shield. Huh, y'all say it emphatically too. I got my sword and my shield. Huh? Then they say if I die, let me die, Ro. In the army of the Lord. Now y'all signed up. So then y'all should be able to take it. Huh? If God is putting you on the front line, honey, huh? what you scared for? Huh? What you fearful for? Huh? What you doubting God for? You should believe God huh? that God is your real reward. Huh? That he's your mighty battle axe. Huh? We can't go through nothing. We can't stand nothing. We falling off the race. Huh? Any little thing that come up. Huh? You say you're a soldier. Act like you're a soldier. Hmm. See, I like war movies. You know, y'all like them little chick flicks. I like watching movies of war. The pastor talk about me. You know, y'all talk about But I I like watching how armies and soldiers, how they respond. It just fascinates me. You know, uh, when they get ready to go into battle and how they even engage. How they look at one another and just that intensity, you know, I just love seeing it and I love to see them when they go at it and they just go at it and go at it until, you know, it don't be nothing left but dead soldiers. I I just, I don't know. I've always liked war movies. You know, I found me a little, a little series, but that's another, that's another thing. But you say you're a soldier. 
And in the heat of the battle, you take off running. In this past year, we've been in the heat of a battle. COVID, over half a million people dead. Hmm? In America. I told the pastor one day we were sitting talking. America looked like a third world country right now. Whoever thought we would be going through something like this? Then on top of COVID, the presidential election and all the chaos that was caused by one man, the spirit of Egypt in the land. Huh? Whoever thought we would be looking like this, Elder? In 2021, we have one snowstorm in the Midwest. It crippled the nation. Folks still without water. Who would have thought, huh, that we would be looking like this? Wars and rumors of wars, kingdom against kingdom, that's right here in the U.S. We ain't got to look at the Middle East because we at war amongst ourselves. Black against white, white supremacists and Black Lives Matter and, you know, all the crime and the hatred, children killing parents. Who, who would have thought this craziness that's going on right now? It's an invisible war. And the soldiers that should be making a stand and should be crying aloud and sparing not done got quiet. This ain't a time for you to get quiet, saints. You better get loud in prayer. You better get loud in pleading the blood of Jesus. You better get loud in calling on the name of Jesus. You better get loud and tell somebody that Jesus saves. Oh, that it's time to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sin. That you may receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's time to get loud. That holiness is still right. It's holiness. Oh, we're getting too quiet I'm going to go to a few scriptures I know I messed up all morning we're going to go to the book of Ephesians the first chapter y'all can turn there with me we're talking about spiritual growth Ephesians 1 verses 17 And the Bible says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the what? The spirit of wisdom. So as you grow with God, God should be imparting to you wisdom from on high. We need to be asking God, God, I need your wisdom to be able to deal with life and situations and circumstances. Isn't that what Solomon asked God for? He wasn't asking God for, you know, the money or in our day, uh, extra stimulus. He was asking God for wisdom. And because he asked God for that, God said, you know what? Because you didn't ask me for money, I'm going to give it to you anyway. I'm going to bless you. See, we don't even operate like that. Oh, I know they just went over somebody's head. Let's see. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. In the knowledge of him, we got to find ourselves seeking after God so we can know more and more of him. 
The eyes of your what? Understanding, being enlightened. So our eyes need to be opened up. We got so much spiritual scales and cataracts over our eyes now we can't see nothing. And the main thing you ought to be able to see is yourself. <laughs> How is it that we don't see ourselves? God, I don't like this in me. God, help me in this area in my life because I need your help. God, I'm struggling. We don't even be honest with God, Elder. God, there's a struggle in me. God, there's something there. And God know, he already know. He just waiting on you to fess up. He just waiting on you to confess. <laughs> that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. So we got a lot of growing to do, saints. Huh? We can't continue to stay at baby stages with God because God wants to show us more. He wants to reveal more. But we got to be a vessel that's willing, that's open and obedient. Can he trust us with revelation? He was able to trust John. Hmm. But see, John had to be on the Isle of Patmos all by himself. Huh? But we don't want to cut off and get by ourselves with God. Because see, let me tell you something. When, you, when you're by yourself with God, and I, I know, you know, we all deep and fancy now. When you spend time alone with God, God get, begin to reveal some stuff in you. <laughs> he talks to you about you. Not about your neighbor, not about your sister and brother sitting across from you and in front of you and behind you. No, he ain't. He's dealing with Y-O-U. Absolutely. Body else, you got deceived. And it's a whole lot of folk in the church being deceived by the very same thing, thinking that God is going to sit there and reveal to you somebody else's business and somebody else's Kool-Aid. God don't do that. Mm -mm. He going to stir in your soup, honey. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all got to know the operation of the Holy Ghost. And when these spirits is off, <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of folks done got off. Called and said, oh, I had a dream. Oh, let me tell you what thus said the Lord. What thus said the Lord came over the pulpit, not from you. So y'all got to watch them spirits. Because this is the hour of deception, saints. And the devil love it when saints get off. Because you know what he do? He do like he did Joe. He just go up into the presence of God. See, I told you it wasn't nothing to him. Huh? I told you, if you just stop blessing her for a minute, she's going to run out the door. Uh-huh. i make her curse you. See? See, I told you it wasn't nothing to him. Huh? You see how wishy-washy? He ain't all that strong. Just let me touch him. Y'all better thank God that Jesus is your intercessor. <laughs> you, you better thank God that God is looking out for you and concerned about you. If nobody else looking out for you and watching your back, you better thank God Jesus is. Because if the devil had his way, he'd rip you to shreds. 
huh? The Bible told told us that you know Peter. It said uh, Jesus said Peter, Satan desires to have you. <laughs> Don't you be fooled, honey. The devil desires to have the saint that he may do sift us. <laughs> A little bit by little bit. It ain't got to be nothing big, you know, where you on the paper for, you know, hooking and crooking. There's going to be something in the background. He like to sift you a little bit at a time. Huh? Folks falling for it. Uh, but he said, I prayed for you, Peter, that your faith fail not. That faith. Absolutely, Elder. Sifting the, the faith of the saints. And he's also challenging the patience of the saints. Honey, if you don't think your patience being challenged right now, <laughs> honey, let me tell you, over this past year, it's been like a needle. A needle. Yeah, y'all have never been stuck with a needle. I guess, you know, if you're diabetic, you have, you know, you you know that needle prick. It's like the it's just like needling, needling the saints huh pushing 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 the saints and let me be here to tell you you got to push back saints you got to fight back it's like the saints ain't got no more fight elder y'all got to stand up and fight the bible said do what fight the good fight of faith faith Oh, my God. Let's go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter, right quick. Ephesians 4, 22. And the Bible says that you put off concerning the former conversation, the old man. The old man. See, that old you should be dead. I know we like to bring up our past, uh, you know, well, that old me would have got him told. Oh, that old me would have got him straight. Oh, that old me, I would have handled that. Oh, that old me, we would have been fighting. We would have been boxing. We would have been throwing blows. That old me. Well, that old you should be dead. See, that's the problem. Huh? That old you need to die. Huh? That lying old you need to die. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. You can't operate like that in the kingdom. No, you sure can't. That cheating you, that cheating you used to do, huh? That should have been dead. That should have died in the water. Huh? As you continue to grow with God, this stuff should be falling off of you. Falling off, falling off, falling off. Should be dead. Daddy baby, daddy baby. Huh? That way you used to talk. Huh?
renewed. Huh? We need to ask God, God renew me. Get this dead stuff out of my mind. Get this dead stuff out of my spirit. God renew me. And we don't tell God enough that we need to be renewed. Because we all going through something, saints. We all get vexed. You're going to walk in this world, honey, you're going to get vexed. And you got to ask God, God, help me. God, wash me. Cleanse me, God. Renew me, God. I need to be renewed in the Holy Ghost. Lord, take me up higher. God, I want to go higher with you, Lord. Renew my mind. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Woo! And that you put on the new man. Oh, this is the new you now. Huh? How you react now? And how you reacted 20 years ago. How you deal with folks and how you deal with people. It should be a difference. The new man. <laughs> Which after God is created in what? Righteousness and true holiness. So we should be walking in righteousness and true holiness. Then the next verse said, wherefore putting away what? Lying. See, that's that old man. Put away lying. Speak every man what? Truth with his neighbor. For we are what? Members one of another. See, we all members one of another. All of God's called out elect peoples. We, we members of one another. Huh? We operate with each other. Huh? We do this together as a body. Then the next verse, 26. Be ye angry. Nothing wrong with getting angry. But watch it that it don't turn into what? Sin. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. Neither give place. Oh, y'all need to underline this one. This one. Neither give place to the devil. We're giving too much room and place for the devil to move. Oh, so you say, don't let the devil ride. If you let him ride, then he's going to think he's going to be able to drive your car. You don't let the devil in. Don't give him no cracks. Don't give him no room to come in your wreck your house. Huh? Devil had y'all cuckoo for cocoa puzzles. Don't, don't, let him, don't let him in. Block your mind from all that negativity. Block your mind from being down in the mouth. Block your mind uh, from being mean and whiny. Come on here. Because if you fall into that kind of spirit, uh, you regressing. You walking backward. You ain't walking forward. Oh, my God. Let him that stole steal no more. Because the devil done done an excellent job picking our pockets. Pick out your joy. Pick out your faith. Soon as you get the word, you leave out the door. By the time you get on the parking lot, you don't let the devil snatch away the word. You got to hold on to the word. Like it's your dear life. Just letting the devil just take stuff. Hmm. My God. 